Hello, I'm John Beasley and welcome to the ninth edition of Harmony UK, the podcast dedicated to the exciting world of British barbershop harmony singing. One of our topics this time, what we might learn from the success of Swedish barbershop harmony. It feels like a lot of quartets and choruses, there is some kind of, without trying to sound like bashing, but there's some ego involved and we tend, I suppose in Sweden, we're Maybe it's singing a bit more with our ears. Stockholm-based Lemon Squeezy will be talking about their quartet's past, their future, and why they won't be trying to turn silver into international gold in Las Vegas this year. The UK is hosting the European Barbershop Convention this October. We'll find out more, including how you can be there to see competition between the cream of the continent's choruses and quartets. And we meet two men taking tags to the people. We were singing tags and teaching tags to people who are not in the barbershop world and they loved it so much that I thought, why don't we take it around the country and teach harmony through tags because it's instant fun. But we begin with Lemon Squeezy. They're a Swedish quartet with a growing worldwide following. International youth gold medalists in 2012, they were placed second in last year's BHS International Quartet Contest held in Nashville. Along the way, they've gained a reputation for pushing the boundaries of Barbershop with their distinctive arrangements. Well, this year, Lemon Squeezy were the special guests at the British Association of Barbershop Singers Convention in Bournemouth, where they took some time out for the podcast to talk about their art, their aspiration, and that special Swedish alchemy which has produced ensembles of the quality of Ringmasters and Zero Eight, Trocadero Quartet, and the current Sweet Adelines International Champions, the running at Show Chorus, as well, of course, as Lemon Squeezy themselves. So first... Some introductions. I'm Victor, and I sing lead. I'm Alex, I sing the tenor part. I'm Martin, I sing bass. I'm Matthias, I sing baritone. Thanks very much indeed, guys, for, uh, for, for joining us. Um, I looked on your website, and it said that you, you were formed one cold winter's night in 2010, which sounds, Victor, like the, the start of a brilliant story. Right, doesn't it? It's very artistically written for the website to be intriguing. Um, but it, it really was just uh, the four newest members of Zero Eight getting tipped off from Rasmus to form a quartet. And so we de- we uh, decided to have a rehearsal at Alex's dad's home house. Uh, was it February? No, yeah. January? No, it's not a lie. It's it's. <laughs> The, there is truth to that, <laughs> to that text for sure, and it was a February night. It was dark. It was dark and cold. And sn- yeah, it was snowy. <laughs> I have pictures. I have evidence. And we sang "Genie" with a light brown hair. Yeah, with a light brown hair. Yes. And you knew each other though be- before this, didn't you? Yeah, uh, we've all been through the same music schools uh, in, in Stockholm. And uh, we started out with a baritone called Jonathan. And me, Alex, and him, we were going the same year. And uh, Martin was just one year below us. So we had we had good connections of who the other were. And me, Alex, and Martin had also been singing in, in a quartet. I was going to ask you about the choir scene in Sweden. Because we see, uh, I think Alan Goldsmith, who was uh, comparing last night, mentioned that the one European country you always associate with really top barbershop choruses and quartets is Sweden. Why, why is that? What, what is it about Sweden that produces such a wealth of good choral music? I think this one school, really, that has produced the most, I suppose, successful barbershop. And I think that comes from starting at a young age... You join that school when you're 10 years old 
and then you sing an hour a day in a choral situation every day for like almost 10 years if you continue to the next school the high school which we all did and it's just about I think learning to sing more with your ears than your mouth I suppose in your <laughs> your voice because I don't know it feels like a lot of quartets and choruses there is some kind of without trying to sound like bashing but there's some ego involved and we tend to, I suppose in Sweden we're maybe singing a bit more with our ears and that has proven maybe good <laughs> listening to other people then I guess is what you're talking about yeah exactly we have a strong choir tradition in Sweden so we have a lot of choirs going on especially in, in Stockholm we've had that in us from a very early age and uh, singing a cappella since the age of 10 uh, you need to develop that that hearing that uh, that ear a cappella, I can understand, and every country has its own form of a cappella. But but why barbershop? What what is it about the barbershop that uh, that, that appealed to you? Because it, it, I mean, as as with the UK, it's not naturally our culture. Uh, it's not naturally yours either. Um, so so what what got you into it? Uh, <laughs> I actually saw a Simpsons episode when I was like eleven or twelve years old, and Homer Simpson in that episode sings barbershop with with three other guys. That did it for me. This is the baby on board episode. <laughs> exactly. The B-sharps. Yeah. I think we've all seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's wonderful. Uh, so that, that was a start for me, actually. Just the close harmony. And also, like, at that point in our lives, well, I suppose when we really started singing, which was in, in, in high school, <clears throat> yeah. uh, what we sang then was a lot... Like, what was missing for me was perfection. Like, perfecting a song to the point of, like, I can't hear any mistakes, sort of. Of course, now we know that there are mistakes there anyway, but compared to what we did then in school, then we would essentially perform a piece of music that we'd only learnt earlier that same month. And we know as barbershoppers that that rarely happens. There are months and months and months and sometimes years of preparation for this one performance. And it was the thrill of that kind of perfection in contrast to what we had previously done that was just... More sloppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And getting into the quartet singing yeah. that you have to own your own part it's all on you you can't fail here because then the whole section is gone and it's just three parts singing so what then is your attitude now to preparation and to rehearsal victor in barbershop you mean indeed indeed <laughs> uh, Good word indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I use it a lot, even in Swedish. Um, What's the Swedish for indeed? Indeed. indeed. <laughs> That's why it's such a good word. It's not really, but it's yeah. No, but I, I agree with, with the earlier statement here uh, about the perfection and how you rehearse. And I really fell in love with the aspect of knowing your, your music when you got to the rehearsal so you can actually just rehearse and perform music at the rehearsal I really enjoy that and nowadays it has come to my attention and been more important about the performing and feeling the music and connecting with it and uh, to me that is very fulfilling both emotionally and like creatively to to connect with the music and deliver a performance or a message or a, a song in a, in a sense. And you were saying in the masterclass a little earlier on that you, you like to perform your own arrangements of songs or songs that have been specially arranged for you because uh, you were you were a little perhaps um, 
critical of people who take standard arrangements and go and perform them time and time again. Well, yeah, frankly, it's so much more to a song that means something to you. And I think that that shows. And as barbershoppers, having been to conventions a decent amount of times, I tend to just honestly get tired of the songs because I know exactly what's going to happen. And sometimes a group, and we've done this as well, like you take a song, but at least try to do something new to it. That's the least I think we can expect of our fellow singers as performers. Because if you're just going to do it at least this is what I think. Like, if you're going to do it, then do it your way and apply the strengths that your group has and not try to do something that another group did. Just because they were successful doing it doesn't mean that you are. If that makes sense. <laughs> I th- I, it makes a lot of sense to me, yes. Point is then to, 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 to a particular song then that, where you think you have brought something particularly new to that that song uh, I, I guess that <laughs> I guess that would be pass me the jazz I could go for something nice maybe you like this cozy place I know just around the corner sure sounds good I prefer something special with a spice count me in guys I really gotta get a bite right away I'll join you, I can feel Everyone's ready for a real meal I think I want to have an introduction for a starter An appetizer maybe Before the beat is getting harder Let's spice it up, let's amplify it I did come for peace and quiet Heat it up, it's time to fry it Put me on a jazzy diet I know you're gonna love it To party here is such a pleasure Joy, dinner, saint, sinner, you'll get a full measure. This night is gonna be a lot of fun, what a dirty place, what a dozen dimes. Turn table is set for one, two, and four, let's take five pass. I'll be the jazz, homemade and hot. I wanna get in the groove to the bottom of the beat, so keep it cooking and some pure feet. Pass me the jazz. All that you got Put temptation in my way With a bottle of blues And a flavor of fun Dig, dig, dig in and dig it uh, That was uh, really new to the pop shop world uh, Which we got penalized for uh, the, the first year <laughs> yeah that was it uh, was awesome actually uh, and we uh, we took it back the year after and it was m- more successful then yeah. so yeah I think it was the best scoring song of, of last year's competition it was at least singing I think but that's just like when we we were obviously like oh shit we got penalized but now looking back I'm just happy and we, we try to change something I think we got a reaction yeah out of it is that more important to you, getting a reaction than getting the points? <laughs> well, you have to in say yes, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's becoming more and more important to me, at least, to, to be us and to do our thing. And uh, if that is helping to develop a genre that we love and to, to help inspire, which uh, so far up to this point, it, it, it seemed to have been inspiring people and changing stuff then i prefer that in front of the points absolutely. yeah because the thing was that people seemed to really enjoy it so if the judges didn't like feel it. the same way 
scoring it with their numbers, that was fine because the crowd liked it and we loved it. We loved yeah. singing Pass Me the Jazz. So that was a victory. They liked it. The international judges are, are pretty forgiving, aren't they, of your past indiscretions? Because last year, you took silver. Yeah. I mean, that thing was just, on, I think, warming the judges up, really. And us continuing to, like, not giving in to being scared about a, a penalty, for instance. And I think that taught us to just, like, keep doing what we're doing because that obviously is what the crowd appreciated us doing. So let's do that then. Yeah. They're never wrong. And if it's a thrilling performance, then we're going to do that for sure. And that apparently led to a silver. So does that mean that in 2017 you'll be back for the gold? Who knows? Who knows? This, not 17. Not 17. No, because we're not competing this year. Uh, we're standing out this year. Why is that? Uh, you know, life gets in the way. Life, uh, man. Yeah, we have competed a lot the last year, so we we uh, we needed to breathe, I guess. So once again, you're chilling. Yeah, we are chilling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's more important to to stay <laughs> sane. <laughs> no, but uh, as like th- throwing things around and do things differently will develop other sides and other qualities in a group and. If anything, it's more important for us to develop as a group than to get a medal. I'm happy where we're, with where we're at, yeah. absolutely. And if that means taking a year out, sure. And as well, it's a huge bonus not having to go back to Vegas because I don't fancy the place. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's horrible to sing there because it's just dry and loud. Yeah. That's that sort of. Well, a lot of people, I'm sure, in Vegas will be very disappointed that you're, you're not going to be there this year. But I know a lot of people who follow you will also be delighted to hear that you are still developing as a, as a quartet and have new things on the go. Can you tell us about any of those? Yeah, we, we're trying to broaden a little bit what we sing and try to uh, sing some, some new stuff that is not only barbershop. And uh, this year we're going to try to work on a new CD and we're going to try to uh, go about that in a little new way that we haven't tried earlier so yeah it's it's kind of i think also cliffhanger yeah (laughs) Yeah. i i think also for us it's so important being on the barbershop stage because it's fun and because we're giving the audience something and if we don't feel inspired and if we don't feel it's fun that's going to show and it's not going to be our thing so we need a a year off to get that back the creative juices flowing it's just so much work really and it becomes a pattern where eventually you, you don't know what you're doing. You're just doing it because you've done the same thing the previous years. And maybe you just need a pause and, and look at it in a different light. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you when you've, you've come back and when you've got that CD out and, uh, and uh, maybe a whole, a whole new uh, uh, Lemon Squeezy. The name, by the way, the final thing, it reminds me of the, the phrase easy peasy Lemon Squeezy. Yeah. Is, that, is that where it came from? It is, right? With, with, with irony, because, of course, what you do isn't easy at all. <laughs> yeah, a lot of irony. No, no, exactly. This money was very early on. No, like a few months later, this wasn't easy at all, man. Um, well, it's been great talking to you. Thanks very much indeed to, uh, to, to, to Victor, Alex, uh, Martin and Matthias. Did I get that right? Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. A
Astonishing vocal dexterity, absolute genius. Lemon Squeezy's take on the Turtles' 1960s pop classic Happy Together, recorded at Snobs, the Nordic barbershop convention in 2013. And you also heard their 2015 performance of Pass Me the Jazz from that year's BHS International Contest. Both those performances are available to watch on YouTube. And my thanks to Lemon Squeezy for taking the time to talk during the recent Babs convention. And while we're on the subject, congratulations to the Great Western Chorus of Bristol and to Portobello Road, the new Babs Chorus and Quartet champions, and to Lace City Chorus and Life's a Pitch, who won the Chorus and Quartet Gold at this year's convention of Sweet Adeline's Region 31 in Newcastle just two weekends earlier. You'll find the performances from the Sage archived and available on pay-per-view through the Sweet Adlines website. Performances from Babs Choruses and Quartets this year are available free of charge through the Babs website. Uh, just click to view the performances from the winners and you'll find all the others there too. And Bournemouth will be the place to be this October when a host of leading choruses and quartets from across Europe will be joining members of the Ladies' Association of British Barbershop Singers for a weekend of song beside the seaside. Labs is hosting the European Barbershop Convention, which takes place once every four years alongside their own annual gathering. Alison Harbord is Special Projects Director for Labs, and she's been telling me that it should make for a very exciting event. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's the sort of event um, that is a huge privilege to be hosting as well. And Labs are obviously doing that in conjunction with our UK barbershop partners, Babs and Sweet Adelines Region 31, under the Barbershop in Harmony banner. So um, this has been in the planning for perhaps four years now. It's, it's an event that's only held every four years. So it's certainly been a, a long run up and to be so close to the final event is very exciting. So a once-in-four-year event. Tell us a bit more about it. What happens? Um, it's a once-in-four-year event, and it, um, it really is a, a bit like the Olympics of Barbershop in that we ask, um, or there is an invitation to every barbershop organisation in Europe to send the best of the best to compete against each other. That includes quartets, um, single-sex and mixed quartets, and also choruses. Um, and so every organisation is asked to hold preliminary rounds, which is usually their own national conventions, and identify the, the top up to three of each type of uh, competitor slot to send to the convention. And we bring everybody together 
hold the competitions over a long weekend and every four years crown a European champion, both male and female quartet champions, male and female chorus champions, and a mixed quartet champion as well. I'm assuming that this is going to be a rather bigger event than four years ago, because since then there have been quite a number of barbershop organisations established across uh, different parts of Europe. There have, although it's probably fair to say that they haven't yet got um, the full kind of remit of the preliminary conventions up and running. So our friends in France, for example, the French Association, they are a fledgling association and and certainly we're working to support them and, and they will be attending to have a quartet perform on the Friday night show, but they won't have a competing quartet or chorus in the competition because they haven't been able to go through that initial competition um, to meet the prerequisites. Um, Having said that, though, we are absolutely delighted that this year we are having representatives from every single European association, which I think is a first. We've got competitors joining us from Germany, from Holland, from Finland, from Spain, from Ireland, um, from the Snobs team, from Region 32, Sweet Adelines, and then the UK as well, as well as some of the returning European champions from 2013's convention. How keen, then, is the competition between all these countries? Oh, I would say very. We are a competitive hobby, aren't we? We all do this um, both for the love of it, but also the competition is what attracts a lot of people to barbershop as a hobby, um, as opposed to something that's more of a community thing. And, you know, we we all keep track of where everybody is in our own conventions, and, and it's very exciting to be able to bring everybody together in this sort of way and have the competition against each other. We have a lot of excellent choruses and quartets across Europe, some of whom compete at a very high level in international competitions as well. So it's exciting to have them all in one stage as a European organisation joining together. So you're thinking of choruses, for example, like Zero Eight, who do very, very well internationally, don't they, over in the States? Absolutely. Zero Eight will be defending their 2013 European title when they come back to join us in October. So that's very exciting. And we also have, you know, people who represent, for example, Reckless from the Babs organisation. They're a, an international quartet that are growing in reputation and score over there, and they will be with us in October. It's 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 a unique opportunity for a lot of European barbershoppers to actually be able to experience that level and the very best in Europe all coming together in one place because we often experience the best of our own association, but there's not very many people who are able to go and visit every convention around each region. So bringing everybody together under one roof is really quite a rarity and something that's quite thrilling to be part of. Representing Snobs from Stockholm, under the direction of Doug Harrington, please welcome Zero Eight. Bye. 
For, for, for labs or for maybe one or two of your choruses. The White Rosettes, correct me if I'm wrong, but they are the current uh, European ladies' champions. Presumably, they're going to have to compete in two separate competitions, the European competition and your own competition at labs. Well, that's certainly one of the considerations that we always have to have. The, the way that's actually been handled um, and part of the planning is that we were very <clears throat> clear that we wanted to try and not put too much pressure on, on people to have to compete twice. So um, the lab chorus competition is actually running in parallel to the European chorus competition. What that essentially means is that for two days over Friday and Saturday, all of the European choruses and all of the lab choruses will sing once over those two days and they'll be jumbled up together. So you might be in the auditorium and watch two labs choruses in a row, then watch a male European chorus, then watch a European female chorus, then it might be another labs chorus singing for the national competition. Um, The education and judging team work very hard, and we have um, followed the previous approach that the European barbershop conventions have used in how this is scored, so that actually um, at the end of the competition on the Saturday, the first thing that will happen will be the awarding of the lab choruses for the national competition. But then those top three choruses, or essentially two of those choruses, will go into the mixture for the European scores. So we will take the same scores and recalculate again. So somebody like the White Rosettes, for example, will only sing once, but they will be potentially scored against two different competitions. It's been so grand with you, my friend, but soon now our time will end. But we'll have the memories of times we knew, the memories of friends And in terms of those who come to watch the competitions, is, is the convention, I know it's in Bournemouth this year, which is a fantastic venue, the International Convention Centre there, but will it be open to uh, members of Babs, members of Sweet Adelines or, or other barbershoppers who want to come along? Absolutely. Buy a registration and come down to Bournemouth. It's, it's completely open. We have got a bigger setup than usual. As you can imagine, we are expecting numbers to be severely increased from a usual lab-only convention. And our convention team and the events team are working very hard on that. There is more space that is being allocated to us. We're also setting up some things like pre-purchasable meals so that people know they're going to get through meal times in the spaces that we have in some of the competition days. Registrations are open now. They can be bought before the end of July, I believe it is, at a standard price. And then 
that price will go up as we get closer to the competition. But certainly even on the day, people would be able to show up and buy a day's ticket to watch a chorus or a quartet in the competition. And we would encourage them to do that because it really is a great opportunity to see the very best of barbershop in Europe in one place and to come and cheer everybody along. The current European Women's Chorus Champions, the White Rosettes, recorded at a European convention in 2009. And you can feel extremely pleased with yourself if you recognised from that earlier snippet we heard that that was, in fact, Old Lang Syne. And we also heard Zero Eight singing Jim Clancy's classic arrangement of You Don't Know Me, also from 2009. Now, as Alison said, registration is open for the European Barbershop Convention. If you'd like to attend, then visit their website. You'll find it at www.europeanbarbershopconvention.com or alternatively, search for the EBC 27 pages on Facebook. You're listening to Harmony UK Podcast. Ah, couldn't resist that. Everybody likes a tag, and we'll be hearing a lot more about an exciting new initiative to get even more people singing tags in just a moment. Before that, a couple of snippets of news to pass on, including the imminent start of Gareth Malone's latest a cappella series on BBC One. It's called Pitch Battle. It begins at 6.45pm on Saturday the 17th of June, and I notice on Twitter that Sweet Adeline's chorus Vocal Dimension will be featured in the very first episode. If you miss it live, then it'll be available for a limited time on catch-up at the BBC iPlayer. Also, you may recall that our last podcast featured a brand new mixed-voice student chorus at Hull University. Well, since then, Matt Thomas has been in touch from MUBS, the Manchester University Barbershop Society. They're planning a big celebration for their fifth anniversary next year, and they'll be extending an invitation to all past MUBS alumni to return. They're also hoping, I'm told, to organise a big youth bash with fellow students from Hull, Bristol, Brunel and Cambridge. Plans are at an early stage, but I'm hoping to bring you more in future podcasts. Another tag, anyone?
Well, if you were at Babs Convention, you may have attended an event called Tag Time. More than a hundred people did, and if you didn't make it, well, the two men behind the project would like to bring their knowledge and love of tags, those choral flourishes which conclude so many barbershop-style arrangements, to you. Hi, I'm David Tanner. I've been oh, singing barbershop for 31 years in a variety of choruses. Currently sing with Grand Central Chorus. I've been lucky enough to win a quartet gold medal with my mate John Ward here with Talk of the Town in 1991. And for years at conventions, we've been going around singing tags, finding people. We love singing tags and songs. And uh, we had this idea a couple of months ago. Tell us about the idea then, John. Well, the idea came, we went to a singing weekend near Aberystwyth in Wales and uh, during the downtime in that weekend we were singing tags and teaching tags to people who are not in the barbershop world and they loved it so much that the facilitator for the weekend said hey, why don't you guys teach a couple of tags tonight just to finish the weekend off and we did and we got an amazing response and on the way home I thought, hmm as David thought, why don't we go around the country, why don't we bring this to barbershop convention first, which is what we've done just now we've got an amazing response beyond our expectations, why don't we take it around the country and teach harmony through tags because it's instant fun and it's quick and uh, it's just fabulous That's good Okay, that's great, now we just want to massage the face, the the cheeks are going to be working really hard this morning Uh, Just the ones on your face, sir (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, madam. <laughs> Just the ones on your face. What, what's your approach then? Because I mean, watch, watching you, there's a there's a lot of humour involved. There's a lot of back and forth between you, isn't there? Well, we've been friends for nearly thirty years, and um, and we bring that friendship really, and through that friendship, because we love we love what we do. We love singing tags. It's there, and it helps us work with each other. It means we can work with each other and support each other and. And off we go, and people can see that we're having fun, and we hope that's infectious. extensive then is the range of tags that you can provide there are hundreds of tags and we just picked a selection that the majority of people may have heard before uh, but i was really happy and proud to be able to inject my own tag this morning uh, which came from somewhere else that's all i'm going to say uh, you're not going to tell us where yeah yeah it came from uh, from beyond beyond this planet I believe it was sent down to me from somewhere else. I believe uh, the origin of that was my mum's spirit who passed three years ago. And she sent me the words, I love you, I'll miss you till we meet again. And it unites me and her and a lot of other people. Three people have come up to me in tears and just said, I was great till that tag. And then I choked because I lost my mum too. And I said, well, there we are. We're all bonded by the music then, aren't we? So I thank her for sending that. It was nothing to do with me. It, it's a wonderful thing, isn't it, that such a short piece of music can, can inspire such emotion in people. Oh, yes. And like John said, when we take it to non-barbershop choirs and groups who've never even heard the word tag before, and we, we teach them a simple tag, 
They just love it. Baritones. I love you I'll miss you all together. I love you A lot of tags have been sung at conventions like this, as you know, and you, you'll find people hanging out on, on, on stairwells. Sometimes they're in, in, in little corners, hidden away, singing tags. It's all very, very intimate. You had about 300 people here. Is, is, is this a different kind of approach to tags than the one that we've, we've, we've seen up until now? Yes, it's a large quartet made of hundreds of people. A quartet of hundreds of people? Yeah, and why not? Because a chorus is a big quartet. Even the, the vocal majority in America, they can, they can call in 150 men. So it's a 150-man quartet, especially if you're all singing like one voice. We'd never sung together with all these people until one hour ago, and we all sang like a big quartet, and that's what made it so special, John. So if somebody wants to organise a session with you, what, what, what should they do and what sort of thing can they expect? Well, we've constructed um, a three-hour um, tag time session. We, we, thought, we thought that would be enough. Uh, when we first started writing the tags down that we knew between us, I think we got to about 40 that we knew all four parts to. And like John says, there's hundreds. So if anyone goes to tagtime.co.uk... They will see our website with all our information on, or they can email us at tag at tagtime.co.uk. Thanks to David Tanner and John Ward. And if you'd like to know more, then that web address once more is tagtime.co.uk. Now to our very last item, which involves a bit of a recap on something from about 18 months ago. So uh, please indulge me for a moment, because I've always wanted to do this. Dum. Previously on Harmony UK Podcast. I'm the chairman of Meantime Chorus. I'm Simon, I'm the musical director. We saw an opportunity to kind of start a chorus of a, a certain standard that we could grow at that standard um, and kind of hopefully aim to become one of the top choruses in the country. The brand new Meantime Chorus recorded in February 2016, shortly after they were formed. Well, the chorus is now a fully-fledged Babs member, and in Bournemouth in May 2017, they competed for the very first time. Before convention, I went along to their dress rehearsal, and then, purely for the purposes of podcasting, you'll understand, I went down the pub with them to sing a tag or two, yep, tags again, and to see how they got on.
Yeah, we're really excited. We just want to go and share what we love doing on the stage and that's why we're coming to Bournemouth this year our first ever contest and we're just really excited to show everyone what we've been working on for our last sort of year and a half since we started the chorus we spoke to you when you first started the chorus you were quite a long way from Babs membership let alone <laughs> taking part in a competition what, what sort of work does it take to start a chorus from scratch and bring it this far I think there's two different types of work. We've worked very, very hard musically under the direction of Simon has really pushed us towards the kind of singing that we want to be doing right now. And also we've worked very hard from a kind of committee point of view, um, talking to Babs about setting ourselves up as a chorus and getting ourselves in the position where we're able to compete at Babs in a few weeks' time. What does that involve, getting, getting into Babs from scratch? I mean, what sort of things do you have to show to them and prove to them? Well, we had, we had a visit from one of the, the Babs uh, board who came to make sure that we were, our singing was up to scratch, that we were singing in the true barbershop style, um, singing kind of appropriately. And I think um, that was Rod Butcher. And I think he was, he was very pleasantly surprised when he came to visit us. <laughs> I think he, he liked what he heard and he went, took that back to the Babs board and then they, they decided that we w- could be able to come a Babs club. So. Is it a slight worry, though, when somebody from outside comes in? You've got this precious thing, you've built it up, and then you are going to be judged. You're going to be assessed by somebody you probably hardly know. <laughs> well, we've met Rod a few times, so we, <laughs> we kind of know what he's Well, maybe after. if you know him, it's even worse. <laughs> maybe. Um, but we, we just wanted to show people what we do, and we were pretty proud of it. And, you know, if we're proud of it, then hopefully then we've got the chance for him to be proud of it too. And, and he was. He was pretty happy what we were doing and, and let us join in. It's not just barbershop, though, for you guys, is it? I mean, you did a, a, a piece of Renaissance music. You did a piece of... I, I think it was Thomas Tallis, wasn't it? It was, yes, Thomas Tallis. We, we really want to sing a range of music and all of us have so many different musical backgrounds. Um, and there are quite a few of us that used to sing a lot of Tallis when we were at school and uh, we decided that we should do a bit of Tallis um, alongside a lot of other songs. We've got Mumford and Sons, The Beatles um, Disney. and Disney <laughs> or, and the typical barbershop classics as well going on. competition set how do you go about choosing what is going to be your inaugural and presumably a particularly (laughs) special performance well, both of the arrangements that we're singing at Babs this year have actually been arranged by our MD, uh, Simon Arnott. Um, we're very, very lucky to have him on board arranging music for us. And we, we wanted both our ballad and our up-tempo to really try and showcase everything we've been working towards and showcase the chorus as it is and what it's able to achieve at this point in time. So we, we feel like the songs, the two songs that we're bringing to Babs this year are really good to kind of put the sound that we want to give on stage. On stage. Talk us through the two songs. Uh, the first song is Almost There. Uh, it's from the Disney film The Princess and the Frog. Um, it's a, we, we all really love that film and we do love being a Disney princess. Um, so it's a, it was a great choice for all of us. I got time for dancing That's just gonna have to wait a while 
The other song is a, is a more less known one. I was probably the only person that knew it in the chorus, but luckily I've managed to pull them round and they seem to like the song now. Um, from the musical Barnum, uh, called The Colours of My Life. And again, they both kind of, we see them as sort of a similar message of sort of working towards goals and letting everybody know who you are. Meantime Chorus, whose performance earned them seventh place in their inaugural contest, along with the Babs Small Chorus Award. Not a bad debut, I'm uh, sure you'll agree. And that's it for this time. Don't forget that you can find Harmony UK Podcast on Facebook, tweet us at Harmony UK Pod, or email me with your comments, suggestions or news at the address harmonyukpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Till we meet again, keep the whole world singing. And from me, John Beasley, bye-bye.